Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. I am so excited because I am in Denver right now, live on 16th Street downtown. It is so gorgeous. It's what, 70 degrees? Almost. It's, oh my God. It's probably 60, mid 60s for sure. It is beautiful, sunny, blue sky. I mean, I picked the best time to come. So I'm super excited to be here. Even more excited to have Mr. Eric from Breaking Bachelor joining me live. We heard from him, what, a few weeks ago when we talked yeah. about the beginning of the season. Uh-huh. And as promised, he's here to talk <laughs> to me about the finale. So welcome I'm back. back, Eric. Yay! It's good to have you in the great city of Denver. Yes. Oh, my God. The city is so amazing. You guys, if you've never been to Denver, you have to come out because there's like every restaurant that you ever, ever want to go to. My favorite in the whole world, Maggiano's, is literally right below us. Oh, yeah. Right? So You got to be hungry when you go there, though. Yes. That, yeah, it just keeps on coming. <laughs> the food just keeps coming out. Yes. So I am here because tonight I'm attending the finale party at Revel Social. And that is Sean McCarthy's restaurant with Chase McNary. But right now we're with Eric, and I'm so excited we're going to talk about last night's episode. Yes. It what was a wild crazy. ride. Right? So I've said this before, you know, I'm not a recap podcast, but mm-hmm. we have to pick out some certain scenes that are worth kind of diving into and talking yes. more about because it was pretty shocking. It was absolutely shocking. Um, the first one that comes to mind, this is kind of jumping ahead, but is uh, Peter's mom. That mm-hmm. whole um, bring her bring her home yeah. and the, 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 the Telemundo daytime <laughs> yeah. television emotion yes. and passion and bring her home was yes. so anticlimactic. Right. It was like, I, I just expected some like big reveal and some, like mm-hmm. something big had happened before, but mm-hmm. it's like, no, Han- she was talking about Hannah Ann and Hannah Ann was still there. He just said, bring her home. Like it, she's just down the road in a hotel. Like she right. didn't go nowhere. She's still here. Right. Right. There's like, yeah. There's like, just so call the dramatic. producer. She'll be there. You know, right, exactly. Yeah. Like she could be here in five minutes. What's uh-huh. up? I was really hoping that we were talking about somebody from, you know, earlier in the season, maybe even Hannah B, but no, it was just Hannah Ann. And I was kind of shocked that his mom was so just enamored with her almost at the get-go they yeah it seemed like it was super weird because in the the first of the season right when madison came there they were head over heels for madison yeah. right like she is amazing she's great mm-hmm. it was understandable like they just barely met nobody really knew anything about her then um but yeah in the same in the same time in real life i don't know what they have 30 minutes to an hour maybe with them yeah and they're they came to a judgment of they loved hannah ann Absolutely, like she loves you. She's right for our family. She's right for you. Go get her. I know. I'm like, wow, these feelings are so strong in just a short amount of time. An angel on earth after having a five minute conversation. That's right. I'm sorry, that was a little much. Well, and I think they said like she's perfect. She's perfect. She's the perfect girl. Yeah. Yeah. And that she was literally Peter in a female form. Yeah. Is what it sounded like. That's taken the mother's intuition. I I think a little. Uh, a little far. A little far. A little yeah, far. Like, and to say that Barb saw... Still, still a bit of a gamble at that point. Yeah. And to say that <laughs> Barb saw her and Peter Sr. 30 years prior, like yeah. they see them in them. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a lot of, like, from Peter's from Peter's position, a lot of, like, that's pressure. a lot of pressure to put I on know. him when he, when we know as viewers, he's feels more strongly about Madison than he does about Hannah. Right. And his whole family is like, Hannah's the one. Hannah's the one. Yes. You can just tell he's like, oh, but I got something bad to tell you guys. Right. Can we just talk about how Peter was hugging (sighs) Hannah? It was like, what are you doing? I felt uncomfortable. I mean, it was like he was completely enveloping her. So I felt that. (laughs) And I feel like I can relate a little bit. So when you're you're like, it's like the pre-breakup hug or the hug that you give someone when you don't want to actually talk to them. So you're just like... Get in here. Wow. And you like hold him really close and he's taller than her. So you can just kind of like, nope. Like she's if she wants little. to pull away, he's like, no, no, let's keep hugging because I'm not ready to look you in the eyes right now. You know, it's like that lingering, that awkward sense. type yeah. of hug. And that's, that's what I got out of that wow. whole thing when I was, that was watching too much. it. Yeah. It was too much. Uh-huh. And then to hear his baby brother giving him advice. 
Um, I don't know that how old his brother awkward. is. It's, 25. He just turned 25. Yeah. Last so week. I, I made I made mention of that in one of my stories. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. baby brother, like coming in with the with the wisdom. Like, why are we going to yeah. why are we going to him? But then somebody um, DM'd me and said. Uh, his little brother's been in a long-term relationship for like a year, so he's got that over Peter mm. at least. So maybe Peter, his mom says he's a he's advice. a partier and uh, what else does he say? So he likes to socialize, socialize and party. Yeah. Take from that what you will, but his little brother's been in at least a long-term relationship for a year, so, so he's, he's got a, a he's little a relationship bit, expert. Yeah, he's a relationship <laughs> expert in the Weber household. Right, and they kept like throwing Peter under the bus. They did. That was. Several times. That was a rough family meet. Granted, I've only ever seen. Uh, no, that was rough. One with like Colton's family, right? But I really feel like rough. Colton's family was, was pretty nice. Like they Way they better. they went after Madison. Yeah. And I I really liked how Madison stood up and was like, yes. look, th- these are my standards, and I feel like she stood up for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't hold back their feelings of what they Nothing. you know. Nothing. Like, Don't you give my son an ultimatum. Right. He will party if he wants to party. <laughs> I know. He will. <laughs> Right? I know. Like that's like, and it's like, dude, you're 28. Are you gonna be in the clubs till you're 40? Like, I know. I, I was gonna say every that. teenage boy out there is like, man, I wish my mom was right. defending my lifestyle like that. You <laughs> I know? know. I know. It's like they're <laughs> best friends. It's more like they're best friends. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But no, Peter needs to get out of that house. Get on his own. Have his own. You know, life and just rules, standards. Yeah. It's crazy. I just felt like it was so much pressure put it's, on it's him. It's time to stop living in the basement. It's time to move out, right? Yeah, Yeah. and I was really proud of him for standing up for himself, though. I really was. And I think my favorite part was when his after both of the girls had left, and the family was like, you know, did the whole spiel, bring her home. Yeah, bring her. We will welcome her with open arms. (laughs) And he was like, Mom, Mom, stop! Like, (laughs) hashtag relatable, right? Like every, I think every person was like such a relatable moment with my parents. It's like, stop! Yeah, like. Yep. Let me do my thing. But after watching that, it's so clear to see why he responds to the emotion. Absolutely. Oh, my I mean, gosh. he was raised by that woman. Talk about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I Like, the, the smoke and, and cloud and fog of what is going on with all this rewarded drama. And it's like, oh. Makes sense. Yeah. Totally makes sense. This is, this is just a normal day yeah. for you. Like, this is yeah. this is... This is how it is. This is how relationships are. Someone cries a lot. So I have to say though, I think the way that he introduced Madison versus the way that he introduced Hannah mm. and I mean he introduced Hannah and like she is all that and more. And like, then yeah, Madison's like, and here's Madison. We just had a huge fight. Like, I don't know what's going on. I mean it was they, the energy was so different. And they started that off with, with him saying, uh, you know, yeah, we're we had a great talk, and I think we're in a good spot now. Um, we had a roadblock, and Peter's dead. Well, what was the roadblock? We're like, oh, like, let's, God. Let's just get it awkward, like, I know. right, right away. Bat. Right it's away. It's like, well, she didn't want to sleep with me. Yeah. Like, it's horrible. starts off that meeting just already on the ground floor. Did they it's, even hug her? I feel like they didn't even get up or, like, greet her. I don't think – it was I don't know if weird. they showed that. Maybe towards, maybe towards the end, but I'm not – recalling it so weird and she her whole like vibe was just like i don't want to be here you know and they yeah. had just had that serious serious conversation and then to just like go from that and they didn't even talk about like okay we're gonna go see my parents now it's like yeah, it's all just, of a sudden they're just walking in the door like walk through whoa the front door where's the closure here where's the conversation that needed to happen Absolutely. you know what i mean oh. so then we go to like Bug heaven, apparently. It's like where all the bugs in Australia live. Yeah, I think everybody <laughs> saw that and was like, okay, uh, bring gallons of bug yeah. repellent. Yeah. Because they, they were trying it. so hard to keep like to keep a, uh, to keep their composure. They're having very serious conversations. Mm. And every like five seconds, there'd be like this yes. weird twitch <laughs> or like, you know, slapping their face or waving their hand oh, around. No. And uh, you know the producers are back there. The producer probably just had the camera set, and they were doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that was – I mean, that's that's the outback, I guess, right? Right, yeah. I've never been to that part of Australia, but I've been to Sydney, and it was beautiful. Nothing like Being that. on the coast, I'm sure the bugs aren't, aren't yeah. as bad, but being yeah. right in the center of Australia is right in the thick of everything. Right. 
So then they have that hard conversation, and you kind of can tell, you know, Maddie's trying to pull back and, like, explain mm-hmm. how she's feeling yeah. about everything. And that was that was really hard to watch. I mean, you could just see him just crumbling. Like, it was right. hard to yeah. watch. He, yeah, you can, you can tell that, uh, I think as the viewer, you can tell the struggle he's going through because he likes the girl that he can't have. Yeah, yeah. But he knows the girl that he can have likes him a ton more than he's invested into her. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And uh, I re- like I say out loud to myself all the time when I'm watching it like this is why you don't date so many girls at once. Now yeah. two is more like realistic, right? Yeah. You might get into a situation like that, but right. I mean, it's uh yeah you can definitely tell it's it's weighing on him. And the whole season I think is like he has matured in the three months that we've been watching him or two months, however long it's oh, been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he just. Yeah. He just looks like he's worn down. Oh my god! And ready for it to be I over, know. right? Bless his heart. Yes, <laughs> yes. That's what us Southern people say. Bless his heart. I, yeah. I really do. I mean, I just want to give him hugs. You know, just I just want to reach see through the TV and say, "Come here, Peter." I really do. I hope one just day I get to break. meet him and just be like, "Here's all the hugs for all of this. <laughs> the, like the longest hug. This is what you've been through. I'm so sad that you had to go through all of this." But so they finally, you know, part ways, and mm-hmm. and then he has to see Hannah. Right? The next day. I mean, I felt... First of all, can we just say how hot she looked? She looked smoking. She, she was very good looking. Yeah, she was very, very good looking. <laughs> I, know <you're> right. <laughs> I know you're married. He's married. I mean, you know, but... but no, I say it all the time agree. in front of my wife. Yeah, um, she was. Yeah, she, she, was, she looks great. And at, when it showed that scene when they cut from her, I was like, well, this is going to be an awkward meeting. And then that hug came, you know, where yes. he was like, no, I'm not ready to look you in the eyes yet. But... Yeah. Uh, that's the moment I think, at least for me, that I could tell this guy's struggling. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like too because he knows what he has to tell her, and he doesn't yeah, want to. Yeah, because I felt like he was there to break up with her. That's what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. And then he went through the date, so you right. can tell he's trying to, because he knows Madison left, left, but didn't tell her. Now, how do you feel? Yes. Like, do you think that he should have told Hannah that Madison left, or he wants to kind of have the upper hand? Oh. <sighs> It's a hard one. I feel so. Well, I think there's pros and cons to it. If he tells Hannah that Madison left, then it's then she might feel like, oh well, I'm the only one here, and why because you're the only one here, yet? yeah, why haven't you proposed yet? <laughs> right. Or like you're just the last option. So right, right. here's the proposal. So maybe That's him not point. telling her is him validating to her, if he chooses her, that he chose her and not lack of options whittled yeah. it down because people voluntarily left and he's like oh this is what I'm stuck with that makes sense I feel like also he was channeling Victoria F because he was not looking Hannah in the eye yes at all no right yeah. there was like very little communication I mean he didn't even kiss her he wasn't even like holding her touching no, her no it was really hard there are like I saw a lot in that just the the his body language the way he wasn't looking her in the mm-hmm. eye the way he was Hugging her extra long, like I said, that's yeah. like a delaying, not tactic, but just like something you do when you don't want to have the con- or say the next thing you want to yeah. you want to say. Yeah. You know, you just I don't want to look him in the eyes. Let's just, just stay on. here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna remember that when my husband gives me those long <laughs> hugs. Like, what no, do you? What do you I'm not, not want to tell no, me? No, <laughs> I'm not outing any. I'm not outing any of the guys' tactics. No, no, Let's he's not. Great. <laughs> So, okay, so then that happens, and he, she, mm-hmm. she's just asking for something, some kind of, like, validation, some yes. kind of, yes. you know, she idea, said that, yeah. right? I've given, and I've given, and I've given, nothing. and I've not had anything reciprocated. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And even when he leaves, I'm just like, oh, my God. I mean, he barely kisses her goodbye. He's yeah. barely looking at her, barely touching her. I'm like, oh, my God, this is. Exactly. So I think in the words he was saying, because he did say, like, you were the first Meaning the first impression rose, yeah. you know, and like you've been there constant the whole way. He, I think he was verbally trying to reassure her of things, mm-hmm. but when you combine that with his body language, like Mm-mm. there's a disconnect. Yeah. Very obvious disconnect for yeah. the viewers. I mean, we're just watching it. You know, we're not totally connected to the emotions in the, right. in the conversation. So it was obvious for us. It was very it was obvious. I'm not. sure it was for her too. I mean, yeah. she knows how physical he is. Mm-hmm. So that just spoke volumes to me. Yeah. Right. So, Okay. So now we're at kind of a crossroads, right? And he talks to Chris about, here I said I'm not going to recap, and I'm totally recapping. <laughs> it's so hard. 
hard not you to. Get, you get sucked into it. It's so true. So he's basically saying, can you go on, right? Is there, is this over or can you go on? And it's funny, like they almost have like a, I mean, no offense to guys, but they almost have like a text conversation. Like it was yes. just so short and like, yes. I think Chris was just like, uh, what do you want to do, man? I always, whenever Chris comes into the situation, um, I just feel like it's so like fake and screwed. Cause those come in and be like, Hey, doing bud, like <laughs> straight face. It's like, you don't really care. Yeah. Like you're just like, like you are like, he, he's a producer, right? I mean, not, yeah, not he's the executive literally, producer. but he's, but he, yeah, he's like mm-hmm. working behind the scenes. He knows what makes good TV. Everything. So he's just, yep. yeah. And it, I remember last night when he said, how you doing bud? And he's like, Oh, just, it just sucks. And Chris Harrison, his, his vocally, he says, I'm sorry, but his whole face is just like, <laughs> this is great TV and we love it. <laughs> so true. Like, Chris, come on. Like, so true. mask it a little bit. I know, have some sympathy, empathy, <laughs> something. I mean, my God. So what do we think is going to happen? Because Chris comes on. By the way, mm-hmm. <laughs> we were just talking about how silly it was to have Chris and the studio audience when there was no um, guests there whatsoever, literally Worthless. an empty chair. I would be so mad if I... Got yeah. a ticket to that sh- taping to Jesse Chris. for last night. And they were like, all right, guys, that was fun narrating. Right. Um, hope you got a ticket to tomorrow night. Yeah. And maybe maybe the same people come back for the right. next night. I don't know. But that would be, that would make more sense. But. I didn't get an invite, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, dig there. <laughs> Just some inside info. Matt Donald, who was on Hannah B's season, he was cut first night. Yes. Uh-huh. He was in LA for the Bachelor Live show. And Peter was there. Yes. And he said Peter looked happy as hell. Good. Happy, happy, happy. So he's, we can take comfort as viewers knowing whatever happens, yeah. whatever awkwardness we go Daddy's through happy. from Peter's happy. Well, right. I guess if this is right. live, he might not be so happy after tonight. I know. That's why I'm like, yeah. well, he's happy now, but what's going to happen? Uh, so, but yeah, I wow. think that this season has really just shocked all of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the girls just were very different than we were expecting. So, yeah. But it kept us on the edge of the seat for sure. And definitely, as true fans, Mm -hmm. we were very entertained, and I hope you guys were as well. And so it's always nice to break down the show with you and and just kind of get your your take, especially (laughs) because you're a guy, because women just see these things so differently. So I love hearing it from a guy. (laughs) It's like so, because I would love for my husband to watch this with me, but of course, he's not all about it. So Yeah, people will DM me and say, it's so nice of you to watch that with your wife. And I'm like, like she watches it with me. I thought she wasn't even watching last night. Yeah, I know. She, like, she'll, she'll actually come in for like anywhere from 10 to like 45 minutes at a time and just kind of watch and then wow. leave. Or she'll just like be on her phone. And I'm That's like, crazy. what are you doing? Yeah. It's like, going down it. right I'm now. I'm missing it. I know. You're the climax of the entire season is right in front of you right. and you're on your phone. Yeah. So once again, if you if this is the first time you're hearing Eric, uh, go ahead and follow him at Breaking Bachelor on mm-hmm. Instagram. He has the best recaps. I'm so glad I found him and we <laughs> you're connected. Too kind. You're too no, kind. you really do. His expressions are they're just classic. He always has some really great insights. So thank you again so much for joining me. And of course, glad to have you in the Mile High City. Yes, this has been awesome. It's a quick trip, but so happy to be here. So we talked about part one, and I just finished watching part two, the conclusion of this crazy season of Peters. And I am so excited because I was able to go to Rebel Social, which is here in Denver, and it is co-owned by Chase McNary, who was on Bachelor in Paradise and also Bachelorette, and also Sean McCarthy, who I had the pleasure of interviewing uh, last year. This place was unreal. (laughs) It lived up to all my expectations. Sean, if you're listening, you and Chase did a phenomenal job with this restaurant. It is everything that it says it's going to be and more. The vibe in there is incredible. It was so much fun. The decor is just like off the chart. It's Instagram heaven. I had the most fun just taking photos and just having like all these little ops everywhere I went. And um, shout out to the really cool sinks in the bathroom. (laughs) They're like great, but it's not. It's like an actual sink. I will post a photo so you guys are like, what the fuck is she talking about? (laughs) So you can hear these little gigglers here. Um, I grabbed a couple of girls who love The Bachelor as much as I do from the finale. These lovely ladies invited me to watch with them, which was so much fun. 
and we just had the best time. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves, but I'm so excited to have them here with me right now. Oh my God, that was such a sweet introduction, Erin. Thank you. Um, so my name is Amanda. I live here in Denver now, and I got to meet Erin. She literally just came up, and she's like, so guys, like, this is crazy what's going on with Hannah Ann. And we are like, come sit with us. Like, please, we need someone else to talk to. And like, we just had such a good time, and we really got to bond. I learned a lot more about her story and her background so that was really exciting to learn but yeah I work for a fortune 250 company I'm a recruiter so I love talking to people so when she was like do you want to be on my podcast I said I'm not gonna not be on your podcast (laughs) I mean come on so um it's just been really exciting and like this is something cool I never really get to go break out of my shell like this so when the opportunity presented itself I said let's go my name is Alex Uh, I also live here in Denver currently I'm not a Denver native but really who is uh this is actually my first season of The Bachelor so I feel very strongly about it like I feel everyone I have met (laughs) feels very strongly about their first Bachelor so I feel very strongly and it's actually how Amanda and I became friends yeah. <laughs> I random. was yelling at the TV at Revel Social and she turned around and she goes I like your style yep. come sit with me we and were yelling the same exact <laughs> yes. things I said let's go <laughs> yes and then same thing happened with Erin yeah, she was right. sitting at the bar in front of us and she kept turning around and I kept ha- like I kept trying to apologize and she was just like no I love it let's dig <laughs> in and so here we are to dig in yeah. so we're so excited to be here thank you for yeah. like having us on your podcast this is gonna be so fun (laughs) and if that san francisco uh invitation is still open i think we are totally in (laughs) yes in a couple months after (laughs) corona (laughs) dies down down. so um i have to say what was it you were like that's it so So this all started at the very beginning of the episode chris comes out after, like as Peter's getting ready to propose to Hannah Ann and he's like I'm afraid Hannah Ann might not be showing up and it's like the preview they've showed all season of him being like I have something to tell you dun 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 yeah. and like that's it she's we just were... not showing up I was like no one's pregnant she's not married there's she no doesn't... producer involved yeah, she like... doesn't have a secret child I am no longer interested in this nope. teaser we checked out at about minute three into the episode the two hour episode yeah I was so upset by that I was so upset by that it was a little bit anticlimactic it really was for sure sure. but then I feel like the rest of the show did not disappoint there's a lot of twists and turns there was was kind of the more like shocking moments that you guys thought to me personally, I really thought Maddie was just going to be like, you know what? Fuck you, Peter. Like, I, I don't want to do this. Like, come on, dude. Like, you've strung me on. You've done all these things I've asked you not to do, which is a controversial subject. I Yes, I know. But I didn't actually think she would be like, you know what? Wow, maybe I did make a mistake. And it was kind of annoying for the producers and everyone to be like, well, Peter doesn't even know what's going to happen. Like, he clearly knew what happened. Like, they had to record all of this beforehand. That was just, like, annoying to me. Not even frustrating. It was just more, like, the producers trying to, you know, hype up something that wasn't really even there. So, for me, that was, like, kind of, like, the, "Eh, okay, cool. Cool she came back. Cool they might make it work. Um, I don't know. I think Barb stole the show. Yeah. I really think Barb stole the show. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Her facial expressions. Yeah, I think the moment that really stole the show for me, the most shocking moment was the minute that Hannah Ann, as she was leaving, said, we're done and I mean it. And Barb stuck her hands out and did the Nancy (laughs) Pelosi clap at Hannah Ann while like giving her son the death glare. I was Mm -hmm. like, okay, I'm here for the rest of this show. Barb is not happy. And I am here for a super angry Barb. Like I... I was living for it. She was, like, almost awkwardly candid. I was like, all right, Barb, like, you got your point across. Like, let's not make people just feel worse than they already do. But, hey, I'm for it, honestly. Like, honestly, these people needed to hear it. Maddie needed to hear it. Yeah. And Barb let her have it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Legit. As you you said, she was like, you're at a hibachi. Oh, yeah. I was trying to make this stupid (laughs) joke. I'm like, okay, obviously I live in Denver, and I really hope my dad's not listening, but I'm kind of a big stoner. So I was just like, (laughs) I was just like, 
in a hibachi restaurant, you know how they have the knives and they're chop, 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 chop. I was like, damn, Maddie's being raked over the coals like at a hibachi restaurant. Like, she's like the egg that's cracked over <laughs> and the knife and fork is like, <laughs> is like Barb. Again, sorry, stoner moment. Shout out to all my stoners. She was being raked over the coals and at that point, it was almost like, for what reason? It is what it is at this point. We know what happened. It almost felt like she was trying to humiliate her a little bit. Yeah, and almost try and change her son's or mind. shame her? Yeah. I you I, have some really strong opinions. I do have strong opinions. So I went to school out in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a very Christian household, and I don't think that's a bad thing, and I don't think it's bad to have standards mm-hmm. and to, like, set that for yourself. Mm-hmm. But what I had a problem with with Maddie through kind of these last few episodes was – that it took her a long time to get to the point where she said, this is something about me, not about you. And then she continued to make it about him as they went into meeting his family again and seeing them again. And, okay, I'm accepting this, Rose, but very hesitantly, Mm -hmm. like right before the women tell all. And then coming back, and one of the last things she said was, I love you, so I'm going to set you free. It was but her big burden to let him go and to like be set him free Surrender. and exactly I just I had such a big problem with the fact she became sort of benevolent mm-hmm. you messed up but I'm gonna let you out of it type mm-hmm. of deal it really really bugged me because I think she just has this ideal in her head mm-hmm. I call it the what to remember complex Yes. 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 So it's a great movie, but in her head, I think she did what quite a few girls do when they're raised in super Christian households and grow up watching just those movies and are beautiful like Madison is, where like guys just fall at her feet, where she's like, oh my God, this is going to happen just like Walk to Remember. I'm going to find a bad boy and he's going to want to sleep around, but I'm going to tell him no. And so he's not going to do it. I'm going to change him. Uh I'm going to save his soul. And that's really how she came across. And obviously I don't know Madison. I don't know her heart. So I don't want to like put that Mm -hmm. say that that's for sure what it happened and again the producers cut it but that's how it came across to me so I had a real problem and I really struggled with Madison because I loved her up until Mm -hmm. these last like three episodes where I just have really struggled to like get back on board the Madison train so I'm like fully with Barb where she's like this was an ultimatum like you can't tell him what to do with his body and the way that Madison handled it like she wasn't very respectful of Barb the fact she didn't apologize for making them wait for hours after they traveled to Australia like she had so many options and so many ways to make the situation better and like I know Barb shouldn't have put her so much on the spot Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's some things that should have been dealt with at home but I also think there was a partial piece of Barb putting her on the spot that was appropriate and asking her for that apology Mm -hmm. and I think Maddie just didn't do what she needed to do in that situation to mend that fence all she had to do is like look at Barb in her eyes by the way I don't know if anyone no, noticed no she did not look she at Barb like, the entire yeah. like time that, which is I so disrespectful for me yeah yes she literally never once just looked at Barb and said I am so sorry I am so sorry I put you guys through this but right now Peter and I want to figure this out. I really hope you can see in my heart and soul that I really do want to figure this out with Peter. And I would love to have these conversations further outside of this environment, right? Like, that's all that needed to be said. And I feel like Barb would have been like, oh, shit. All right, I got a little bit more respect for you. Still not not a fan. I still got a little respect. Like, she just needed to own up to it almost. And then at the same time, Barb almost needed to be like, listen, this is getting way too into personal things. We're getting way too much into he said, she said, all these types of things. Mm-hmm. Maddie, I respect Peter's decision. I would love to get to know you more, again, outside of this this environment. Yes. Well, yeah, and I'm also, all Maddie had to say in that moment, because mm-hmm. she never said it. She said it once to Chris, but then again, she never made that eye contact with Barb. All she had mm-hmm. to say was, Barb, I love your son. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I loved him then. I know I love him now. That's all she had exactly. to say. And yeah, she, she never, never said that no, during the show. Did. And I understand, like, wanting to keep some of your personal life personal. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> at this point, you've chosen yeah. to be on The Bachelor. Yeah, You're being exactly. raked across the coals. Yeah, like, yeah. you need to make that mm-hmm. stand. And I think that's You're part of Barb. You're on the hibachi Bar- grill, like, yes, right now. Yes. Like, I think that's where just, Barb continued yeah. to have the problem with Maddie was because Maddie didn't, like, still at this point would not say, I am in love with your son to her face. Barb brought up the point that she asked Maddie 
point blank, right? Yeah. I'm in love with my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if she said no, which is also very shocking, like, why are you even, no wonder you didn't want to meet them because you yeah. weren't at that point, right? Yeah. But yeah. that was really shocking. Dang. Probably one of the yeah. most shocking moments, actually. I would me. agree, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, so how can you fault Barb for feeling That's that way? True. And being protective of her son. Yeah. Yeah. She's always been that type of mom, too, even in Hannah's season. Like, what's crazy to me is, like, some people probably don't forget, but, like, Maddie met is the only person who's met her mom. I know. So, like, how could her mom have such a vendetta against a girl that she's already met? Like, did something go wrong on that first date that we don't even know know, about? And then, like, she even said, when we met Maddie. Yeah. Yeah. Do you not recall? Yeah. I... I mean, how it was a vow renewal, That's like, true. which is kind of like a wedding. I'm Probably assuming open deal. bar. Yeah, like, there might maybe. have been. I don't know. Some spirits like, flowing. Yeah. <laughs> just a blur of brunette girls. I feel like that was kind of disrespectful to Maddie, too. To be, oh, when we met you, like, no, but you've already met me. Yeah. Part of me wonders if she met when we saw her in Australia or like when we re-met her in Australia or like we're set to meet with her. She kept like mixing things up. At one point toward the end she was like Peter said his heart was split in two places and one person gave his heart to him and I was no No, that's not right Barb. So I think like she just got a little mix up of words. I think what she meant was when we were set to meet with Maddie not when we met Maddie. Like I think that was kind of what she was aiming for because she then went straight into talking about the three hour wait which I think really really got to her. Or she was just so pissed at Maddie she just completely forgot that we even met her in the (laughs) first place and she's like you know this bitch is making us wait three hours. I'm gonna forget that I even matter in the first place very likely yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) I want to go back to something that you said so I do feel like I agree with you I mean I am a Christian like I understand those values and I was oh absolutely I was 21 oh my goodness I'll be honest to say that me too it's very important to me Um, you know I held you guys are a lot better than me and I know that's not normal you know yeah but I'm proud of it and as I'm sure you are yeah absolutely and I don't have a problem with that what I have a problem with is when someone tells you they love you, they're in love with you, and you don't divulge that information. Yes. Or when she was in the hangar, which I haven't even spoken about, why <laughs> would you not give him context? Oh, why yeah. would you say, don't sleep with these other girls? Why? You okay. gotta give him a reason. Nobody wants him to sleep with anybody. Yeah. I have yeah. something to say to that. Why didn't Peter say, wait, why don't you want me to sleep? Like, that's yes, such a natural point. Why don't you want me to No, <laughs> he's so no. That should have been one of the first questions out of his mouth. So I point out, I was a virgin until I was 21-ish. Right around there. <laughs> 2021. Um, it's not a bad thing. I waited till I found someone who I was very in love with, and it was great. And I, like, am so happy that I made that decision. But, like, I divulged that information right away, like, as soon as we started dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was very open and honest about it. I didn't mm-hmm. put any kind of ultimatum, ultim- uh, ultimatum yeah. which I hate using that word. Also, he wasn't dating two other women. I think it's just so important. If that's a decision you've made for yourself, you need to be honest about why you've made that decision for yourself. Why rather than hide it? And that's kind of the first point I made, which yeah. is that she put it all on him without yeah. divulging anything about herself. And then tonight, in the post-interview, she was like, well, I've been open. I've been my, fully myself the whole time. No, and I'm like, no, like you waited way too long to <laughs> yeah. divulge any of this information. You waited yeah. too long. Like, I feel like a lot of this could have been avoided. I mean, if Peter really had felt that strongly about Maddie, he may not have slept with... We don't know, right? If he yeah. slept with both of them, we're going to assume he did. Yeah. I mean... But um, we don't know. They're both really pretty girls. I mean, um, like... Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give a... Victoria sh- F for sure. Oh, yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to um, Lauren Zima, Chris Harrison's girlfriend. Oh her God, show, Lauren. Roses and Rosé. <laughs> I love it. Freaking love her. Yes. Obsessed with her. She actually talked about that episode, and she pointed out that Victoria came back and, like, sat up all prim and proper, and she was like, our, uh... Our night was productive. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I think that says everything you need to know. Was, it was productive. I was <laughs> sad. It could have happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Like, 
Yes. I am so sad there were no, like, windmill references after the, you know what I mean? Like, imagine. it is kind of played out, but I thought, you know, one might be, like, one just thrown in yes. there. He's so over that. <laughs> He's so over the windmill. Did you catch when he, and this was daytime, okay? When it was Victoria F. State, he's like, and today is her fantasy is sweet. I'm like, oh now, boy, you got lunch with her. 100% yeah, right. gave away yeah. the entire game. That gave why? away why was she was in the her. top three. Yes. It all started that first night when she said she had a dry sense of humor, and that was the only thing that was dry about her. You set the stage for that. She knew she was she top three that. with that line. Like, Damn, she's like, I never thought about yeah, that. Yeah, because he's thirsty. He's the he's a yeah, thirsty, thirsty boy. <laughs> he's the dumbest boy in the world. He's I No, I respect it. He's twenty eight. I mean, the guy is single. And he's very attractive. Yes. The hell yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. Going back to the finale, I feel like it was hard. It's so hard to watch. Like I kept telling it's you girls, so... I'm like, this is so hard to watch. We were, we have like a group text. Literally, people are like, oh my god, like I'm so embarrassed for America. Like this is so awkward. <laughs> like memes were going around. Like wallets happening and I, like we gotta realize these are real people with real emotions and like oh, could yeah. you imagine just sitting there like as Hannah Ann as Maddie as Peter as Hannah Ann is like bashing in on him like no. we've gotta remember that these are real people with real emotions and oh, a lot of times like for a moment I was like yeah fuck Peter like you really <laughs> messed up with her and then I was like well damn like he's a human too like and he has emotion oh, too yeah. but it's just so hard to play this game it's literally a game the bachelor is a game right yeah. like and you've got to be prepared for whatever's the worst. Like, what is the saying? Pray like, for the best, expect the exactly. worst. Yes. And That's I mean, that is the Bachelor franchise in a nutshell. Yeah, I think. like 100%. <laughs> Going back into it, I was just heartbroken for Hannah mm-hmm. Ann because you saw it coming from a mile away. Like, yeah. I know Chris kept being like, you will never see this coming. And everyone was like, no, kind of, nah, we, we, we see it now. Like, we, we get it. Like, <laughs> as soon as finale night one was done, we all knew where this was going. Yeah. I think you hit it right on the head. Like, it's important to remember these are real people, Mm -hmm. and they really go through stuff. It's easy to, like, say, oh, this is dumb, this is whatever, and, like, Mm -hmm. but we've all been there. Like, we've all gone through these situations, and it's just, like, they're being put Mm -hmm. in a public arena where this happens. I was going to say, it might not be on blast. Like, our situations might not be for the world to see, but it's still so real to us. Can you imagine if the world saw, like, your worst heartbreak? Like, oh, yeah. Like, five million girls, like, yelling at you, thinking that yeah. you were wrong. Like, like sucks. And But, but yeah. at the same time, like, that is what you signed up for. And I think at the end of the day that maybe Peter, may, I hope he'd grown. I hope Hannah Ann grows. I think Hannah Ann is going to grow the most oh, yeah. from this. Like, 100%. I really think that she's shown tonight. Like, besides I Barb. I was going to say. I think that, like, Hannah Ann mm-hmm. coming out guns blazing, the way she handled that breakup and the way, yeah. like, it's been talked about a lot. One of Peter's biggest flaws is that he has wanted to be the nice guy. Yeah. So, like, in mm-hmm. every situation, he's been, like, oh my god, I just want you to know, like, I still really care yeah. about you. Like, every person he's broken up with, every person he's he goes down home, a list of, like, ten yes, things like, he loves about them. Yes, even as he's, like, escorting them out. Like, Victoria mm-hmm. P is yeah, the big right. one that comes to mind. Can I get a cab? Oh, Most ridiculous god. line of this oh season. I, he was like, can I walk you out? And she goes, I'd rather you didn't. And he still did it anyway because he's, like, trying to be a good mm-hmm. guy, wants to be their friend. Mm-hmm. And I think the fact that Hannah Ann did such a good job shutting him down and being mm-hmm. like, I'm done done hearing what yeah. you have to say your words don't mean anything to me anymore yeah. you robbed me of like my first moment of my imagine. first engagement yeah. like yeah. the context she put that in was so important I think so and so so real like so yeah. like moving forward I think that's going to be a huge huge thing mm-hmm. and I, it makes me even more grateful and excited for Claire's season yeah. because like she's older she's hopefully a little wiser mm-hmm. she's oh, been yeah. through this a few times oh. and they've already like raised the age of the pool of guys yeah, and so 30s and 40s. yes I'm hoping that that doesn't happen because my heart was breaking for her I think that was one of the yeah. worst parts of this show like the moment that yeah. she said you robbed me of my first engagement I think that really mm-hmm. just spoke 
measures to what these girls go through, mm-hmm. like, and, and what these guys go through, but we're in a room full of women. An engagement, <laughs> yeah. a wedding, marriage, yeah. like, that's something we really, really yeah. grow up dreaming about. And, like, so I Hannah have a Pinterest and, board, like, yeah. everyone yeah. does. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, so Hannah Ann has grown up, like, dreaming of the perfect proposal mm-hmm. leading to the perfect marriage that lasts forever. Mm-hmm. And she's right. She got robbed of it on reality TV. You know what it reminded me of? Was when Nick Vial was like, I'll never have that moment back of proposing. Yeah. She's rolling her eyes. Poor, poor Nick Vial. No, I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I know, I'm kidding. But but that, you know, it's true though, and I'm glad that he said that, and I'm glad that she said that. Yeah. Because it's Mm -hmm. like these are true, real life things. Like, that are relatable. Yes, absolutely. I think people go on The Bachelor and, like, it has become so produced that people, like, mm-hmm. lose the reality of it. And so I think little moments like that really bring you back down yeah. really fast and really yeah. bring it back into, like, real context for, yeah. like, everyday people. And especially for the people who were kind of, Hannah Ann's this robot, like, she's so mechanical. She just doesn't seem like she's a real human. Like, I think she really, like, proved all of those people wrong. Mm-hmm. I even was texting you, like, on the synthetic finale one like the one night one I was like I think the reason I don't like her is because she never gets sad she never gets down like she never has like mm. real uh, human emotions yeah. but I think it's because she knew she was in front of the camera and then when things happened and things spiraled like she really kind of gave herself an amazing name and I am like a Hannah Ann fan like I never was in the beginning of the season sorry Hannah Ann but like <laughs> honestly she really did prove that like she's a human with emotions and she knows how to speak and how to speak her truth and it's not just her truth it's the actual <laughs> truth you yeah. know what I mean like oh like the, like he legit <laughs> I think she did a really really good Good job just actually stating facts mm-hmm. instead of just being like la-di-da-di-da like we all thought she was she yeah. really I think yeah. she hit well, the nail on the head and I have to say too I don't know if you guys noticed this but when she when he was proposing to her her reaction mm. seemed very fake and almost over the top and I think she actually did a really great job explaining why because she was talking about in that proposal in that moment he then interrupted it to say Maddie oh, left true. and then also oh my But also, I choose you. My heart chooses you. So, like, in the middle of this, he, like, drops this bomb on her that she then has to react to in that Mm -hmm. moment. So instead of having, like she said, instead of having two days or two weeks to process this information, she's given 30 seconds before he's down on one knee. True taking her first proposal. In front of America. In front of America, in front of all yeah. like all these cameras and all these producers. And the expectation yeah. is to say yes. yes. Like, that's what America wants, is for you to say yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so she, I think she, part of that, like, fakeness was, oh, right, I'm supposed to be excited about this mm-hmm. because he chose yeah. me. Yep. But in the back of her head is that little note that's, Maddie left. You're the last one left. So she now, By like. By default. Right. I'm so. Yeah, yeah, so I think oh in god. the back of her head, that was that little mm-hmm. piece that said, oh my god, I'm not his real choice, I'm yeah. a default. Yeah. And I think that's where kind of that fake piece came from, and mm. I didn't even, I didn't realize it till she was in the interview room. Yes, and, and she like, mentioned that. And she mentioned mm-hmm. that, that she needed more time than that, and had she been given more time, this would have turned yeah. out differently. Mm-hmm. So, just real quick, because I was confused, how much time had passed since since the proposal and then where they're not fighting but breaking up like so proposal to break up like how fast was that from what i could tell it said they'd been a month a month since they'd like talked or a month since the proposal it was hard to tell so i think it had been about a month since australia maybe six weeks so the show had already started airing in america Hannah Ann is having to watch Peter go through this whole range mm-hmm. of emotions. She's watching with the Hannah vow B. renewal. Right, with, with Hannah Maddie. B, with Maddie. Oh, so I think that's actually why the Hannah B conversation came back up. That's why he called her right. for closure is because he's watching this episode where Hannah B comes and visits mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, I never got closure for that. So he has to call Hannah B. And then he's watching the vow renewal with Maddie and he's like, oh my God. 
there was such a good connection there. Mm-hmm. And then he sees him give the picture, and she's in the picture with the family, and he's like, oh, she's a fit for the family. Oh, and right. so I think that's part of why this all spiraled the way it did is because now they're watching the show. Yeah. He's having to see this and that go through the emotions sense. all over again. Yeah. She's seeing it and going through the emotions all over again. Not just like she's second fiddle, like the Hannah B situation that was the Hannah, it. Yeah. Now you feel no. like third, third fiddle, fiddle, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, this yeah. is so not okay. So Peter actually called Hannah B? Uh, apparently like so that's what she brought up during the breakup was that she was in a three-way proposal that should have been just the two of them and she was competing with two other women and so yeah I really really felt for Hannah Ann during this episode like just soul crushing soul crushing but I'm excited to see her on paradise yeah <laughs> oh my yes. goodness we're gonna have fun and we'll on paradise have some, like hot 30 year olds on yeah paradise, great yeah yes. yummy now that she's matured a little give her a mature man like let's yes, honestly yeah. though yeah let's give yeah. her like a real future with a guy who, like <laughs> I want Derek and Kelsey I, honestly, I think yeah. Derek and Kelsey would be so yeah. cute together so, and well, do you guys have any final words about this season about this episode about any of it i'm excited for claire i I am too yeah definitely yeah i really appreciated that they showed that clip of her holding Mm -hmm. her all and i think that is good tidings for a leading lady because we were definitely missing a leading man this season so it's gonna be another hannah b situation yeah i agree or better or better i'm we can only go up from there yes (laughs) i'm excited i do want to say though because you know i'm everyone knows I'm a huge Peter fan. I really yes. am. And I still am. I still am. I am too. He's still in my heart. I feel like he did a good job with the girls that he had. Because he had a lot of drama. I, so. He made a lot of mistakes. I'm he not going to say he was perfect by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I do feel like the girls were so young. They were picked yes. on Instagram. They were just not mm-hmm. quality that he should have had, I feel. Yeah. I think they were really young. And I also, but also I follow basically all of the girls from this Mm -hmm. season on Instagram and they actually are a lot closer than it looks even like Tammy and McKenna they like have spent time together outside of Bachelor Mm -hmm. Nation like they like wow yeah they've Mm -hmm. kind of like started to reconcile and so I think that part of the reason this season was cut the way it was and part of why we had so much drama and so many issues like I definitely think there was a lot of drama that happened. I definitely think there was a lot of conflicting personalities. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it was cut a very specific way to kind of lead us to where we got to today. So I think that it was left so that Maddie and Hannah Ann, for the most part, were left out of drama. And so then when we got to the end, we're like, oh, this is heartbreaking either way it goes. Um, So that it made the finale more impactful and had a little bit more of that shock factor. So I think that was part of it and part of the piece of it. So I think he definitely should have done a better job controlling all the situations. Mm-hmm. Like, he, de- he with the Alea mm-hmm. situation, we could go into it for hours oh with the way he dealt with ta- the Tammy and McKenna drama with the two-on-one, sending yeah. Tammy home and then sending McKenna home mm-hmm. five minutes later. Yeah. Like, and I know there's, like, definitely been those moments in the women tell all and all that stuff they they've already kind of touched on it um and peter knows he could have done better but i don't hate peter in any way Mm -hmm. i think he like again i think he really was trying but i think he went into this season so hurt already that it made it very difficult for him to take control and take the lead because he was just trying so hard to follow his heart without ever consulting his head yeah exactly i 100 really well yeah okay yeah i I said you're gonna be a guest of mine and then you're gonna have your own. Mm, yep. <laughs> you're like, and natural, both of you. Well, you know, I'm you. blushing, but <laughs> so let's wrap up with our favorite moment of the season. Hmm. I know you can talk and think about it if you want. Oh, I don't need to think about it. Oh, um, so within two days of the Chase Rice episode, Lonely oh. If You Are became my number one on repeat song. I shout the second chorus. When he says, when there's no more roses to go around, hit me up, girl, you know I'm down. Because it is the funniest moment. Literally. The devil works hard. The bachelor producers work harder. Honestly, though. (laughs) And that is my favorite moment from the season by far. Like, the Chase Rice concert, everything about that was just... 
pure magic. Yep. How many times did you watch that episode? I've only watched it once, but I have watched oh. the clip of Victoria as they walk up, as she pulls on his arm and is like, wait, wait, wait. wait. Is it too late to turn wait, around? Wait, <laughs> It just keeps saying that over and over and over again. Oh watch that so many times. It's amazing. So yeah. many times. Oh God, it's incredible. It. What about you? I mean, I still love Peter I think he's just like wants to find what he his love and his heart he really truly you can see the emotion he puts into everyone Mm -hmm. so I do want to shout out Peter I do love Peter but Mm -hmm. I think the best part of the season for me was like after each episode going through Twitter and just seeing I'm sorry like the memes the memes that came out of this season might be the most golden that we have ever ever seen like I can't even name all of them but one just sticks out in my head and forget where they were it was like obviously somewhere foreign but they're walking like through like the garden or whatever and there's this artist just painting things and all of a sudden Peter looks over and there's a painting of the windmill and that's where and the the bachelor producers have him stop and look at it and And it's like yes as he's talking about his heart being broken before truly incredible again yeah I think my favorite meme that came out of this was Kelsey and it's got the champagne gate all over her face and it's like if Kelsey can go from Champagne Gate to oh, yeah. hometowns, yeah. you can do anything, anything this year. Literally, <laughs> literally. I think my favorite moment was when just that we were able to see like that glimpse, kind of like the fourth wall, right? With Hannah B and, and Peter. Yeah. And because I was so invested in Hannah B season, to see her come back and then have all of that happen. Yeah. For me, that was just like, it was the most memorable part of the season. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely a special moment. And but, I think um, you could tell the emotion between those two were yes, real. It was Like, yeah. it was palpable. real. I mean, do you think that he is thinking like, damn, I should have caught on that flight? You know what I mean? Oh, I definitely think <sighs> after, like, specifically the scene where all the girls are in the house yelling at Alea and he's standing right outside. Like, like uh, with his head down, I 100% mm-hmm. think the thought going through his head is, should have got on that flight with yeah. Hannah B. Right. Should have gone on that flight with Hannah B. Like, yeah. that was all that was playing through his head mm-hmm. and that. But the contract, I mean, the contract has to be ironclad. Like, oh, I don't yeah. think they would have ever. Also, Hannah B was doing Dancing with the Stars. How yeah. was she supposed to do both? Well, exactly. You yeah. know what I mean? Right, yeah, right. so contract-wise, but also physically she couldn't be, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah. she couldn't have been in two places at once. But I feel like it was a disservice to us as fans because why not show some of that closure? Because that yeah. was so open-ended. Yeah. yeah. To the fact that he had to, like, leave the date for hours. Oh, yeah. To, mm-hmm. like, figure out his head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I thought maybe he was going to go, like, sleep with her one more time yeah. like get it out of this number place. five three yeah. Yeah. Like, four more yeah. times five more times like I honestly thought dude no for real you work harder than the bachelor producers right? let me tell you yeah. <laughs> well on that note this has been so I know so nice to meet you thank you so, so much this is the funnest thing I've done all week it's been yeah. memorable so yeah. amazing so yeah definitely for us shout well. out to Chase and Sean thanks for making yes. Rebel so fun yeah. Revel is worth flying out from anywhere to visit and come experience. It is fun. It's definitely definitely fun. Bachelor in Paradise, I think, is probably the funnest with Revel. It's just because it's the summer. They open up their window. Like it's just so much fun. And this last year, they had a partnership with Malibu, which was oh, that's so right. great. Yeah, yeah, they were, like, giving out free shots. Oh, they yeah. They had some they sexy had, like, firefighters yeah, one day. They Gosh. had a special Malibu drink that they mm-hmm. made just for Revel. So it was yeah. so fun. Right? So, Erin, they'll have to come back. back. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much. Oh, no problem. It was fun. Yeah. Yay. Oh. We are cozy as heck. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. You can follow me on on Instagram at getting cozy pod that's g-e-t-n-c-o-z-y-p-o-d for all your latest reality tv tea and as always stay cozy bye